The Israelites had been brought out of slavery in Egypt, rescued by their good and gracious God from the Pharaoh. They had been fed in the wilderness with manna, not because they somehow pleased God, but because God is gracious and merciful. God had given them the promised land, cleared the enemies out for them, and brought them there. And how did the people of Israel respond? They worshipped false gods. Now, they didn't give up worshipping the true God, which makes it all the worse. They continued to worship Yahweh on their Sunday, their Sabbath, which is Saturday. But then, in order to hedge their bets, in order to have their cake and eat it too, they would go out and worship the gods of the surrounding nations, Baal, or as we heard here, Sikuth, or Kiyun. It'd be like going to church on Sunday to hear the good news of Jesus Christ, and then just in case, going to the Hindu temple, and then the Buddhist temple, and then the Muslim mosque, just in case Christianity's wrong. Now, there's something you need to know about these other gods that the Israelites worshipped. These were quid pro quo gods, tit-for-tat gods, gods who really did not care all that much for humanity. They might maybe look down and notice that there were these little creatures like ants walking around, but if you wanted these gods to take care of you, you had to do something for them. You had to bring them your sacrifice. You had to get their attention. Because really, in the end, they did not care about you. What's interesting is that the Israelites who worshipped these gods who could care less about them turned around and showed the same attitude toward their fellow Israelites. I mean, think about it. If the God you're worshipping has to be manipulated for you to get what you want, then the people around you are just more people to get manipulated so you can get what you want. If the God you're worshipping has to be given gifts so that you can enrich yourself, then there's no reason to think that you should protect the orphan or the poor widow who's got nobody to protect her in court. In fact, just as you bribe God, you can go ahead and bribe the judge so you can get that widow's land. The false religion of the Israelites led to injustice and unrighteousness. And so when they came to worship, when they brought the sacrifices that God had requested of them, when they waited for God to come and save them, God's message was, oh no, you don't want me to come. You don't want the day of the Lord because it'll be as if you finally got away from whatever was chasing you. You got inside the safety of your house, leaned up against the wall, and that's when the rattlesnake got you. You don't want to come and bring your sacrifices to me because I hate them. They stink like a garbage dump. You and I have the wonderful privilege of gathering here to worship the one true God, the good and loving and just and forgiving God, the righteous God. And unlike the Israelites, hopefully we're not hedging our bets We're not off worshiping other gods. But we, in our human frailty, continue to trust in things besides our good and gracious God. 
We give them priority in our life. We trust them or love them more than we love God. And these false gods lead us to treat our fellow human beings without love as well. Success. How important is it to you to graduate from Concordia with a pretty good grade point average so you can get a pretty good job? It's a great goal. If it's your only goal, if you stop trusting in the gracious Lord who's promised to provide for you, then all of a sudden your fellow students don't matter and it's okay to cheat. It's okay to use somebody else's work to make your way up because that's how the God called success works with you. Or what about our to-do lists? Important things. If you don't have a to-do list, I suggest you make one soon so you get your homework or your assignments done on time. But you know that to-do list can also turn into a kind of God, something you've just got to get everything done on. You've got to finish, you've got to check off every task, and by golly, if somebody stands in the way, well, too bad for them because we need to get business done. We've got to get this taken care of and too bad for those who are in my way. Sin, selfishness, injustice, unrighteousness, because we do not trust the true God, the just God, the righteous God. And thanks be to God that he is the just and righteous God. He looked at you and me and could have seen us as obstacles to accomplishing his goal of creating a perfect earth. But instead, he looked at you and me and saw people in deep, deep need and sent his son, Jesus Christ, whose righteousness is now yours, whose righteousness flows to you in the waters of baptism so that despite your sin, you are counted as righteous. And this is the God who brings justice in the world and more than justice, mercy. Yes, God will hold evildoers and sinners to account. He will not let those who persistently bribe judges or show loveless actions get away with it. Justice will flow like waters. But thanks be to this God, his mercy flows like waters as well so that all of our injustice, all of our lack of love is washed away by his love, by the blood of Christ poured out on the cross for you and for me. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen.